Hey guys, this is Ayush and welcome back to another beautiful podcast episode. इस पॉडकास्ट एपिसोड में हम जानेंगे कि कैसे आपके घर पर 10 मिनट के अंदर ग्रोसरीज आती हैं। We talked to Adit, who is the co-founder of Zepto. Zepto has changed the way we order groceries. 10 मिनट के अंदर you can order groceries with the convenience of an app. In this particular podcast, we talked about what goes behind building a company of this massive scale at the age of 19, raising hundreds of millions of dollars. It is not an easy task. And today, in this podcast, we are going to learn a lot more about what goes behind the scenes at Zepto. I hope you learn a lot from this episode. And अगर सीखो तो like button जरूर दबाना and subscribe for more such podcast episodes. Hi Adit. uh very very excited to chat with you and i think i've been a zepto user just like a lot of folks on this chat you know your introduction you're one of the smartest folks people are giving zepto like names people are you know um like the kind of branding and marketing that has been happening around you and um the company is incredible it's insane it's as, it, it's at a crazy scale i want to understand how it impacts you personally you know um it must be isn't it pressurizing is like does it like affect you on a day to day level ki boss ye to bahut like this is a lot of expectations on on me yeah no i think uh, before i get that it's it's great to chat with you ayush and and i've been excited for this conversation for quite some time to answer your question you know we've scaled obviously um in an incredibly short period of time and we see that as an as an advantage because when we look at this business the faster you scale um the cheaper operating cost get the the harder it is for the next person to acquire incremental customers so there's there's sort of this you know when you look at businesses that are network effects if you're a social media company or or a traditional let's say you know network to network or peer to peer business we don't have network effects per se but we do have pretty strong economies of scale benefits that make it harder or easier depending on right. the level of scale that you have so that that is one context is the reason why we've grown fast uh in terms of how it's affecting me personally i think the <laughs> uh i think the the fact of the matter is that we've got genuinely such a strong team um and that makes life a lot easier uh i think if it was you know me involved in the complexity of of day to day operations as i was maybe 6 months ago or even you know a few months ago right um it would make it a lot diff- lot harder right but because we've got a team that's scaled pretty well an executive team that's got uh, you know a lot of maturity and a lot of experience uh, mm-hmm. that puts us in a position where kevali and i can actually just focus on projects that might not be impactful tomorrow or day after tomorrow but could be impactful you know two quarters from now or four quarters from now right and that involves everything from the traditional projects founders work on like fundraising or uh, you know you know non equity capital to launching new categories like zepto cafe and a few other things that are on the, on the pipeline uh, but to summarize i think uh, having a great team has made you know made me uh, you know has made it easier for me to to handle the situation i think we've right. shared the the responsibility a little bit which is uh, which is a good thing so i'm thankfully still uh, <laughs> you know i still i still have a, a hold of my senses at this scale that's incredible and and now that you're talking about team building in fact i had a couple of questions and and yesterday we had a very similar conversation with piyush as well that no matter what the startup is no matter what the product or service is the team is always one of the most for any startup how important like that 
especially the first 100 200 people are yeah absolutely take a step back ask you a slightly controversial question so you know forgive me if if this goes beyond but you know as a young founder and i've seen this myself that initially when i was scaling from let's say 1 to the first 30 people in my company um i had to prove myself at every stage you know like it's as if the the older folks who had 8 9 years of like industry experience used to work with me used to believe in my vision but also used to look at me with a sly of doubt that now this guy will mess up now this guy will take the wrong decision which was um and i don't know how to tackle that initially did you have that phase if yes how do you tackle such a phase because there are a lot of young folks here in you know colleges in first year second year and and potentially a lot of founders as well so how do you navigate through this through this entire route yeah i think that's a it's a good point and it's not you know when you look at sort of credibility credibility building for a founder right hmm. it's not just internal credibility building and it's also external whether it's you know customers partners vendors anybody that's making an investment whether of bandwidth whether of you know uh capital or even of just uh you know general business scale right those people need credibility in the people that are running the company in terms of you know my experience with this frankly obviously you know you and I were both young founders and the there's an, there is some dynamic there especially you know as things scale um it it the, the burden becomes becomes more but in general what i've experienced i i personally think that the credibility building journey for me would probably not have been different if i was you know 19 or if i was 29 or even if i was 35 right i think every founder has to go through that because effectively what you're asking a founder to do is to go from being an ordinary person if you're building let's say with the ambition of uh, a billion 5 billion dollar company going from an ordinary person to let's say a 5 billion dollar company ceo uh, in the span of a few years with no prior experience you're basically asking somebody to be extraordinary so when you talk to you know large scale venture capital investors growth investors they'll tell you the same thing right which is for us the like the amount of people there is so like the percentage of people that can make it there is such a small percent that everybody's viewed with some level of skepticism like right. uh, if it's someone that's too old does this person have too much baggage to build a new age company if it's someone that's too young does this person have the gravitas to lead a team right all sorts of you know different nuances I right. think for us, um, so for Kevali and I, the way that we approached it is, and this again, this was true whether you're a young founder or a middle-aged founder. In my opinion, at least, because I honestly didn't, at least in the early in uh, in the early days, didn't feel as much pushback because we were young. Precisely because Kevali and I took an approach of building what we call a staircase of credibility, right? Which is if we can, like you mentioned, prove ourselves step by step. then there's a positive flywheel that kicks in where now we we get to a a point where it doesn't matter anymore so the way that worked is you know we, if we started on the ground where we got no credibility we're just two kids with an idea the first thing that we had to do is that we had to show some execution right so we right. built the first iteration of the product ourselves we launched early versions of what was then called kirana card um mm. in bits and pieces and saw scale like right? a very small amount of scale but saw some scale and had like and this was in, in the matter of like 45 50 days we went from hey this is a cool idea to okay uh, hundreds of thousands of people are using something that we just put together in like a couple of weeks and now we we know that there's something there right so that was the first step of credibility for us right that first step of credibility made it easier for someone like a 
Nexus Venture Partners to come in and say, wow, these guys have executed in a really short period of time. You know, maybe they're young, etc. But the results are right here in front of me. Let's, you know, invest in these people. They've proved that there's something there and they've proved that they can do things quickly that would be difficult for, uh, you know, difficult to do on a whim, right? Um, so they come in with their first check uh, of capital. When you get, if you convince Nexus to give you that check based on that base, now you've got a second step, which is you've got a cred, like a very credible investor right. giving you multiple millions of dollars to build the early version of your business. At that point, you can go to senior executives that you want to hire and say, hey, uh, I've got the early version of this product that's working and I've got cash and we're building a great team. And that executive will come in and say, these guys have got capital from a great investor. That gives him the comfort to join us. At that point, now you've got a senior executive. Now, if I need to onboard, let's say, an important vendor to scale, that important vendor goes and looks at our company and says, wow, they've got someone here that's you know, a senior leader from Flipkart and has done right. some <clears throat> excellent work over like a 15-year career. These mm-hmm. guys are pretty serious, right? And they've got capital from a uh, they've got capital from a great investor and they've got early signs of success in a short period of time. So it's like the staircase of credibility. Then you get the vendor and then you know, you get to a certain scale and you raise your series B. So it's, a, it's like the staircase, but it always starts with execution. And then you've got to keep extrapolating from that bout of initial execution is like the way that we approached it. Interesting. And I think this is a fairly staggered staircase. Like I'm sure the first step must be the highest and then the uh, the height of that, that next step decreases every single time you increase your credibility. And you know, one thing that I liked is that this execution first approach. Boss, without proof of work, nobody's gonna, you know, give you anything, which I feel is a mindset that a lot of folks who, and you know, this question is something which we get a lot, especially I'm sure CL folks get a lot. You know, I want to start up, but I don't know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what problem to, so, to solve. They just have this notion of starting up. Okay, I'm gonna take a step back quickly. You talked a lot about, you know, hiring and, and team building. I wanna know like two, three points about like the culture at Zepto. There, there must be, every company has a very different fabric. Like they're, they're built very differently, but at the same time, how uh, the interpersonal relations happen within that organization. And I feel this is a very, very important thing. So I want to, I want to know and dive deep into how did you structure that culture? What were some new things probably that you introduced a little bit about that? Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's actually a phenomenal question. You know, for, <clears throat> for us, what I'll say is, okay, <clears throat> just one, three texts before I jump into this answer. Okay. <laughs> I think, you know, there is... Uh, some slightly unhealthy obsession in India with the founder, right? Uh, and I, I think that's somewhat unwarranted. Like, you know, this introduction is also okay. nicer than it needs to be. But, uh, you know, people say, you know, it's, you know, if there's a company that's successful, it's, you know, this is the man, right? Like, and, and that person gets lifted on a pedestal, which is fine. Uh, right. I, I personally think it's significantly more nuanced than that. And, and I, 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 I genuinely don't think, like, it's, you know, it's as much you know, because of the work that Keval and I did, as it is the work of the executive team, as it is the work of the people that are on the ground, right? And I, right. I don't mean that just just to say it, but genuinely, I feel like that obsession can get unhealthy. Uh, so don't. So when I go and answer this question, don't get me in the wrong way. So although I don't think that founders are the be all and end all of a company's success, it it requires everything, including the founders. Right? It's a critical point, but everything else is almost as critical. Um, what I can say that that is a, you know, is very founder centric in a company is culture. And, you know, when I've spoken to, you know, CEOs of companies in Silicon Valley, what they'll tell you upfront is that, you know, the personality of the company is almost always a reflection of the personality of the founders, right? 
uh, in some form or fashion. Interesting. It's, it's kind of poetic because you know people don't you know do what you or people don't imbibe values that you tell them to imbibe. They imbibe values that they see, right? And if the first people in the company are behaving a certain way, it creates a flywheel that ends up you know spreading across the company. Usually, but obviously mm-hmm. there's lots of nuance. But some of the key principles, I think what. we kevar and i were lucky enough to have mentors that told us this on day one right that said what you do is going to happen when what you do with five people will be the same the the the, the approach you take to a decision when you got five people is the same approach to a decision that your company will take when you got 1000 people right uh, and so be very careful about not just the decisions you make but how you make them how you approach them and how you treat other people right plus so i think the fabric of the culture at zepto is very it's 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 very transparent Right. I think that's the that's that's probably the the biggest principle, which is we don't beat around the bush. Uh, if something is going well, it's going well. If it's not going well, mm-hmm. it's not going well. And there's a lot of transparency there, and this and you know, um, it's also that there's also a lot of you know as a part of that transparency, there's a lot of trust in what people say. So you know, if someone commits a metric right, and says even if it's a corridor conversation, someone says yeah, I can get this to X, this this number to X, or last mile cost can get to Y. Right, we take all of that seriously. And right? if someone says something, we trust and we have this. You know, we 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 believe in the gravitas of the person to say actually this this person means what. Mm-hmm. So th- there there are not things thrown around. Right, there's there are only serious, transparent conversations that happen at Zepto. Uh, I think that's one of the things that we really strive for. Uh, other than that, one of the other core principles is obviously uh, rigor, attention to detail. We've got a very complex business. Um, it's you know. lot of intricacies in in logistics that mean you can't afford to you got you almost can't afford to look at the big picture right you have to be in the the tiniest of details uh, right because you know otherwise the business uh, business starts operating incredibly inefficiently right so attention to detail and rigor is the second piece and i think the third most important part of the culture is so i would say like transparency rigor and like the third most important tenet that i would probably push for is there are a couple that are coming to mind but i would say self awareness is is also pretty important right like the understanding that like people are very upfront to say that you know this is something that i could have done better this is something that i'm doing really well and and you know we should we should uh, double down on it so i think those three things are are pieces that we keep in mind there are also some things that you know for example kevali and i did um that we see in the company which is not really you know a massive deal but we're kind of amused by it like one of the things that that I do that I'm uh, not entirely happy with is I'm actually not very cel- I'm as a person I'm not a, I'm not very celebratory of wins right I usually only focus on what's going wrong even if we're winning right <laughs> uh, so always there's, there's always something that well, can be yeah. uh which means mm-hmm. that you know I saw at least in the mid mid stages of the company that people there would be an insane metric that was delivered and people would just pretend like yeah okay let's move on to the next the next challenge right uh, which was a, which was a problem that we needed to fix because then that has like demoralizing impacts in the long term so that's something that we fixed and both kevali and i said we need to do this personally as well uh, so there are bits and pieces there but i think the three tenets are like i mentioned self awareness transparency transparency attention to detail i loved the i loved how transparent you were about your last the the last bit of the answer because i feel that's a weakness that i share which is um i find it very very hard to celebrate uh, even the little little wins if not them even if 
So major wins, I still feel a lot of people celebrate, but but I feel the team needs those little like bounties of appreciation when they when they are doing those operations. And I feel this is something which I personally realized that I wasn't doing right. But this was such an incredible answer. And for the audience, I'm gonna like I'm gonna probably summarize learnings that I was taking away from it. One thing was show don't tell. Right. If if as a founder you want something to be implemented, you have to implement it first. Like my dad used to say that if you want people to come at 10 a.m. in the office, you have to reach there by by 9:45, 9:50. Like otherwise, people won't. Of course, this is the archaic uh, way of running a business, but it's really really important. And second is that culture flows. Um, we expect things from people which probably we don't even do, uh, which can send a wrong message. I think that's incredible. Uh, I'm gonna get a very very. Uh, sort of a repeated question out of the way very very quickly uh, and I think I've seen you answer this like a bunch of times but because everybody has asked this question I'm gonna ask it again who needs this like what how how do you tackle like uh, okay don't answer but I want to understand how do you tackle this question who needs Zepto who needs 10 minute delivery Kisko how do you tackle it so I'll, I'll give you the actual answer right in terms of I, I know you would have you would have heard it. I'll give you the answer, and then I'll also talk talk to you about how I tackle it. See, mm. one of the things that I didn't mention, right, there are dozens of pieces that are important uh, in terms right. of our culture at Zepto. One of them is incredibly data oriented, uh, like a high degree of data oriented. <laughs> so for us, when we talk about okay, who even cares about ten minute delivery, uh, we just say, look, you know, we can have a debate, right? We can have a philosophical one forty character debate on Twitter to say, you know, X versus Y, and I need this, you don't need this, and essentially we're talking in terms of units of one, right? But today, Zepto is operating at a scale where we do lakhs and lakhs of orders every day. Like we're in a position where, you know, millions of orders a week at a scale of thousands of crores of revenue per year, right? And as a result of that, you know, what uh, Ayush thinks or what even other thinks as a unit of N equal to one, it really doesn't mat matter when you're operating at lakhs and lakhs of orders mm -hmm. a day and millions of, you know, unique customers that interact with the platform on a weekly and monthly basis. Right. So, when we look at scale, right, data is the truth better, right? And for us, it's very simple. When you look at consumer transaction labs in India today, <laughs> Zepto's got the highest NPS score full stop. NPS, by the way, for folks in the audience, net promoter score, it's a measure of customer experience and satisfaction. Right? So we're in an 87 point NPS stable right now as of last month, May average, uh, compared to any e-commerce platform or hyperlocal commerce platform, would be between 50 to 65 points, right? So we've got an incredible customer satisfaction score. Retention, which is how many people come back to the platform, month one buyer retention is 63%, compared to 35 to 40% for traditional e-commerce, right? Uh, so customers are loving the platform. That's in the data. More people are coming back to users. And when people finish using the platform, they rate us five stars, right? So they enjoy the experience and they're coming back month over month. And the amount of money that we make uh, or the amount of revenue that we generate per customer is much higher than even what you'd see on ride sharing or food delivery because you know people are investing significant amounts of their wallet share on the platform. So the data is there, right? And for us, we like don't really care about the question. But even when I want to talk talk to someone that's more interested in the philosophical answer, right? I give people the the reality that look as of like the the past six months, you know, if I take all the data of the past six months, twenty twenty two, I look at our median delivery time, it's around nine minutes. Right. And we can say nine minute delivery technically and be intellectually honest, but we say, we say 10 minute delivery because there is a certain brand cut through there. That's, that's helpful for us. And when we say 10 minute delivery versus rapid delivery, there is a different in difference in how much conversion customers have, how many people respond to that messaging. And we see that in our customer acquisition costs as well. 
right? So 10 minute delivery is a very solid brand cut through when you're communicating to customers. It's just an immediate understanding of, wow, I, I get what this, this brand is going to deliver to me in terms of value, which by the way, many right. apps don't have, right? Or many services don't have. You might say, you know, XYZ company is, you know, delivering, uh, you know, delivering excellent experiences, et cetera, whatever. Right? For us, we don't need to, like, it's, it's very simple. Zepto, 10-minute grocery delivery, right? It's just the entire thing is communicated. So the brand cut through is strong. But the reality is that people actually fixate on the 10-minute element because it's it's a very, you know, effective brand cut through, one of the reasons why we've grown so fast. But the reality is that if you actually look at the business, effectively, we are, we are not a, you know, 10-minute grocery delivery company. We're a grocery delivery company. And that seems a lot bigger when you remove the word 10-minute because for some reason, 10-minute feels like a narrower market, but there's no right. real difference. The reality is that customers are coming on the platform because we've got 3,500 SKUs that has, you know, an 81 point fresh fruits and vegetables NPS, which is 18 points higher than even offline supermarkets have on fruits and vegetables freshness. And we're delivering in 10 minutes, right? So it's, mm. and so it's exactly what you need, right? Delivered in the freshness that you like with convenience that's unparalleled, right? So you basically become that one place that people can actually just get everything that's necessary in this grocery buying chore done in a very short period of time. When you pitch it like that versus a 10 minute delivery company, it starts clicking more that, okay, this is actually something that replaces the chore of getting my groceries and does it in a way where I get the freshness that I need and the SKUs that I want or the products that I want without much hassle. And it comes in 10 minutes. Right? So that's mm -hmm. the functionality. Like, I mean, the, the way that I would describe it is we're a grocery delivery company. Um, people are loving that the data is there. And when you actually just dive, dive deeper than just the headline, right, you realize that what the, what the actual value is, is not just 10 minutes. If you were delivering in nine minutes or 11 minutes, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, but what does make a difference is that element of instantaneousness, that feeling of it, coupled with the right assortment and the right freshness, that's when you have like a, a large company. Right? So yeah, that's the way that I answer the question. And I think more importantly, nowadays when people ask me the question, you know, I just say, you know, just talk to the, Five million people that have placed an order on Zepto right over the past six months. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Like you just have to ask. That's that's the thug life answer. Those those glasses coming in. I think that's that's <laughs> the answer which which a lot of people should get now. Super. That's uh, that's incredible. Yeah, a couple of people have asked this very fun question, which is, and now I'm wondering after like you know looking at that question, what is the name Zepto? Like, how did this name come? Yeah, yeah. So Zepto is the shortest unit of measurable time in physics a zepto second is i think 10 to the power minus 23 uh seconds so it's like the this this shortest unit of time that's ever been measured in history uh, so that's why zepto comes from uh in summary and there are all sorts of reasons why we picked it but that was the basically keval and i are you know not the most we're not the most exciting teenagers uh we were more interested in things that most people were not as interested in uh like yeah. physics uh, but yeah, that's we you know that's probably why. I, I I think you need to push this reason more because this is this is gonna get a lot of like especially people that are there and like people like us and people like who are there in this comment section. It's gonna excite them a lot. These, these are most like mostly PCM folks. Um, let's let's come back to you know Adit as a person. I'm sure a lot of people talk to you as now the co-founder and the CEO of this company. I want to understand that. Uh, where did this come from? Where did the element of entrepreneurship come from? Can you, can you, because this is technically like a third startup. Like if I, if I count like Kirana card into like as a separate, but you know, you've started up like a couple of times, right? 
can you trace it back like did you have business in your family that motivated you or role models around around you i want to know like kaise hua hai ki bahut chote to the tum bahut na matlab to shuru kaise hua yeah so my mom is uh is an entrepreneur and she runs uh her own mm-hmm. business and i she actually started that business when i was very young so i kind of grew up with that business in a sense so it was always a big part of uh family life it's a it's a you know uh recruitment business uh where mm-hmm. she helps banks hire folks um so it's a you know different type of business than what we run but just the element of putting blood sweat and tears into something that's your own was mm-hmm. part of the conversation very early on in life but i think in general you know for kevali and i we actually never came in and said okay we want to be entrepreneurs right we we had that that, that never existed when okay. we, we were just so both of us just like building stuff right and kevali was always better than it than i was uh, in terms of his technical ability uh, but you know we just enjoyed the idea of building something that people would use and we did that multiple times until one day we got into a position where a lot of people started using one of the things that we built and we said wait a second you know this is there's something you know this is not just a hobby people are using this uh, and we need to you know we need to now answer their calls of customer support and you know <laughs> shit is actually starting to happen so you know the, the right okay. but as you know as a as a result of that i mean we just came in and said okay this is interesting and now there's probably the 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 reality that people might actually pay to use a platform that we we create and that's when we realized that this hobby of ours of actually building out interesting technology products can actually be a very rewarding career path uh mm. so that's 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 when we 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 came in and said but it always originated from the excitement to build something like even when kevali and i started uh, kirana card which eventually became zepto um it was just <laughs> you know two guys a pretty I... tight apartment in in andheri in mumbai <laughs> in the middle of of lockdown and we were like right hey, you know we need to get groceries to survive <laughs> like you know we I mean, we were like we're highly you know highly your worry some situation it's locked down and we need we need to figure out how to get to see an online platforms are taking 4 5 days to deliver most of right. the doors were were shut um so it just came out of that but we never came in and said okay you know we're here to build a business and drop out of school right that, that was never the intention it sort of evolved into that uh which which i think if you look at why combinate and their philosophy that's what they say right that that uh, most i mean not most but a, a good amount of great companies are built as fun projects that people do when they're bored right in the early days so yeah interesting and uh, you know the conversation is about to come to the end so i'm going to dive straight into adit's personal secret diary and understand what are zepto's next plans where are we headed zepto cafe i just saw the announcement what's in the news uh, let's just assume nobody's here and let's answer this question in a silo what, what are the next steps forward look so you know we're in a position where you know the reason why we've had success um mm. in terms of capital raises uh, capital raises you know we've raised like 360 million dollars in the past 9 months the predominant reason why that's happened is because of very strong focus on capital efficiency and we're in a position mm. where the you know the amount of capital we've used versus the revenue that we have that ratio is best in class right compared to consumer transactional platforms in india and globally in q commerce right uh so that's one thing that we're going to double down on it right? that focus on capital efficiency and unit economics it's the reason why investors have had confidence in us um uh, so far that we've gotten you know uh micro markets to profitable and we've got all our you know later micro markets now coming into that that zone as well and we're in a mm-hmm. position where 
in terms of the capital that we spend and the revenue that we have, it's a pretty you know comforting ratio. So we're doubling down on that. I think obviously in a, a market like this, you hear that from multiple entrepreneurs, but that's actually been the the philosophy since day one. So focusing you know predominantly on capital efficiency and unit economics, and beyond that, I think the usual objectives. You know, you mentioned our growth rate uh, over the past uh, you know Q4 calendar year 2021 and Q1 uh, calendar year 22. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we want to continue growing uh, incredibly fast. You know, we're in a position where we're still growing in terms of multiples and not in terms of percentages, which is a privileged position to be. Uh, it also gives us a sense That's of how large the, the market is, right? Uh, so, you know, very excited about that. And yeah, I mean, I think we're just going to keep growing in a way that's capital efficient. And beyond that, you know, you mentioned some initiatives, you know, things like Zepto Cafe, we're excited about, right? The idea that you can pick up coffee and chai along with your groceries is great because if you go to, if you walk into a 24-7 in Delhi, for example, some of you might uh, might be familiar, even things like a nature's basket, right? You'll find a cafe along with the along with your groceries. Or even if you walk into 7-Eleven in the United States, one of the biggest sellers that 7-Eleven has is a cup of coffee with your groceries, right? It's just sort of a pick, pick me up while you're doing a chore. And we saw that request coming in from lots of our customers. So we launched mm-hmm. a pilot for cafe. It did incredibly well in a very short period of time. Um, and now we're scaling that uh, across the country. In fact, as we speak, we've launched uh, about two dozen, uh, two dozen sort of Zepto Cafe micro markets in this week, and we're going to probably have another, probably going to three x that number in the next month and a half or so. Uh, so we're feeling pretty excited about that. And beyond that, it's just you know again core focus on execution. There's there's a lot to do. Uh, there's a lot of work to do, right? A lot of things that we can continue to improve, like I mentioned. That's really right. or unfortunately, most of what we obsess about is how can we just make this better. <laughs> That's incredible, Yar. Adit, thank you so much for your time and all these insights. It was lovely talking to you. And I'll just, uh, uh, you know, just to wrap this conversation off, you're extremely humble and transparent, which is something that um, you don't see in a lot of people, especially in the startup uh, industry and culture. Um, thanks so much for being like this uh, sort of humble about it and, and thank you so much for giving us your time. It was a pleasure speaking with you. It's great chatting with you as well, Ayush, and thanks a ton for taking the time and it's it's been lovely. Thank you.